The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, more than uh, 400 smuggled pets were discovered in a raid in Barcelona last Wednesday, with many of the animals ill and living in terrible conditions. Pet smuggling has become a lucrative trade for criminal gangs across Europe, and a number of high-profile seizures were reported in Ireland in recent years. So how much of a problem is pet smuggling in Ireland, and are we smuggling them in, or are we smuggling them out of the country? I'm joined by Gillian Bird, Head of Education and Media at the DSPCA. Gillian, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Now, we are a a big exporter, one presumes, of uh, dogs because we have so many vast puppy farms. We do. We do have in this country that you can actually legally register yourself as a dog breeding establishment, and we do have quite a few of those in the country. The one thing that does help us is that we have the pet passport scheme, which means that anybody who is exporting a dog the dog must be must have a pet passport. And the youngest, really, they can be for that is about 15 weeks, which means not many people are going to want a 15-week-old puppy if they are then, you know, exported into uh, the UK or Europe. So that is one of the great advantages we have. And it's actually the, the legal side that stops puppies being exported illegally. And, of course, yeah. obviously, sometimes they do get smuggled. But, yes, so it is one of the great advantages. Also, being an island helps hugely from that sense because in Europe obviously you know there's there's land barriers but you know smuggling animals across Europe is much easier than it is to actually get them out of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Now uh, when you say that who wants a 15 week old puppy I mean we're told that really you shouldn't be taking the puppy away from its mother until about 12 weeks um, yet you know a lot of the time it's eight weeks when the the puppies are are, are taken uh, what's so difficult about getting a 15-week-old puppy for the first time as compared to a younger one? People want cute puppies. So the, the legal the, the legal thing in the Sale and a Pet says that a dog cannot be removed from its mother before it's eight weeks of age, and that gives it time to be fully weaned and the beginning of the socialization. But if you think about, you know, what people think when they say, oh, I want to buy a puppy, they're thinking of something cute and fluffy and small. And when a puppy is 15 weeks or older, they're starting to be a bit, you know, gangly and leggy, and they're not the cute little adorable things that people want, which unfortunately in some cases is quite often puppies that are five, six weeks of age, especially if you're thinking of the small little fluffy crossbreed dogs. Um, they're really at their absolute cutest when they're they're teeny weeny, uh, and that's what a lot of people want. So, taking on an animal that is 15 weeks of age and has all its legal paperwork, there are people who want that, but in most cases, people want a cute little fluffy sort of seven eight week old puppy. So, uh, in terms of smuggling into or out of this country, what's the story? I mean, we have had seizures. Were they coming in or coming out? Uh, In most cases, the seizures were going out. We have had cases where animals were coming in. But in most cases, because we have this um, set up a thing called Operation Delphin, which is a a multi-organisation scheme, it's basically um, you've got the customs in Ireland, you've got the customs in the UK, you've got the animal welfare groups on both sides of the border. And what we're trying to do is we basically, the the vehicles are checked before they leave the country. So a lot of the animals leaving the UK to come into Ireland have often been caught in the UK and then vice versa in Ireland they've been caught. So we've been able to do that and there has not been any large seizures, thank goodness, in in a couple of years, which is fantastic. 
It doesn't mean that animals are not still successfully being smuggled out, but they are not being found. So people will find amazing ways to do this, but we're mm. we're just really hoping that it's more and more difficult for people to do this. So and obviously, discouraging it, them. if someone comes to Ireland and gets a dog and takes it back with them when the dog is only eight or nine weeks old uh, and it's, quote unquote, the family pet, um, would there be any questions raised, do you think, on board a ferry or... Yes, in the back of a car? Passport. They have to have a pet passport. But is that inspected? Is that inspected? Yes, it is, absolutely. And, you know, obviously you'll get the odd case where somebody will stick it in a box in the back of the car and pile a load of stuff on it. But in most cases, those are also found. So to remove, to have a dog, a cat or a ferret leaving this country, it must have a pet passport. Now, the the money that's in this business, I mean, the puppy farms, as I said, some of them are vast and they're really factories more than, you know, caring establishments, some of them, I'm sure, because you just can't have the kind of human-animal socialisation that you'd get with a small breeder who has a litter maybe every year uh, for their favorite, you know, from their favourite bitch. Um, that's one thing. But if you've got dozens and dozens of breeding bitches, you know, that business of human interaction would be very slight. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, you've got that side of it. You've got the questions to whether or not the animals are being bred from healthy parents. You've got the welfare of the both the mothers and the fathers that we always have concerns about. But also when animals are smuggled illegally into or out of the country, you have huge welfare issues from the point of view of the transport. So how are they being transported? It's going to have to be illegal. It's going to have to be smuggled. They're going to have to be hidden. Um, and, you know, we, we don't know how long these animals will have travelled for, how what conditions they've been kept in. Have they stopped for water? Have they been fed? You know, are they are they being mixed with puppies from different litters? Is there disease issues? So it, it is a huge concern, but but we're quite confident, really, that we're not really seeing too much of it. I think there'd be a lot more of an outcry if there was a huge intake of animals coming from Europe into Ireland when you consider how full the shelters are in this country already. Mm. What kind of money is to be made then uh, with this illegal activity right across Europe? I mean, and which animals are most in demand and where do they come from? It's usually the dogs um, and it will be the designer, either the designer dogs or the pedigree dogs. And what will happen is you'll end up with animals being mass produced. Probably, you know, if they're being bought from breeders, they could be bought for, you know, 25, 50 euros. And then being, often what happens is they're smuggled from one country, they're microchipped in the country they're going to be sold in. And they're then sold as an animal that is a pedigree coming from a particular um, you know, breeding bitch, which has got all these paperwork. So there's, often the paperwork will be false. They'll be microchipped as being born in that country and born to that mother. And then they can be sold for thousands of euros. And it, it very mm. much depends on the breed of the animal. And I believe it's even even situation with cats as well. Uh, some of the texts coming in, recently got the boat to France. Microchip on my dog was never checked. It uh, could have been any dog. It was really poor. On the way back in, we were checked uh, coming in from France. Another one says you can big. Uh, bring dogs in a boat in your car no checks Ireland is the wild west when it comes to breeding smuggling is rampant why can't we finally get this legislation done and at least protect breeding mothers and puppies who are subject to appalling abuse neglect and cruelty we see it weekly in rescue that's from D in Kerry uh, puppies are being smuggled in the cabs of some trucks onto ferries tighter border controls for animal trafficking 
more than human tra- trafficking. I drive a truck internationally at every ferry I come on has vans full of puppies from Eastern Europe. So mm. we're not perfect. Yeah, that is the problem. We're not perfect. And, you know, if, if you look at what people are trying to do, but absolutely. But in fairness now to the customs um, in all of the ports leaving, leaving Ireland, Republic of Ireland, they are very good mm. and they do look. And obviously there are going to be some that get missed. Um, yeah. But I mean, there again, we would say to the public, if you're sitting in the traffic waiting to get on a ferry and you see a dog in a car and you know nobody's been anywhere near them, report it. You're, you're helping, you know, you, you, you need the help. Yeah. People will find these amazing ways to smuggle. But usually when you're getting on a ferry to France, you have to book your dog um, so that your dog has accommodation yeah. well, on the ferry uh, anyway. So uh, um, no. Someone uh, called Paul, uh, he says, uh, your contributor is wrong. I make a return ferry trip to the UK every month with two dogs and I am never checked. So there you are. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Gillian, thank there you very are. much for joining us. Gillian Bird, Head of Education and Media at the DSPCA. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.